Hey guys, what's up? Chip here. Welcome to the Chatterbot Newsletter Podcast Radio Series. I'm your host, Chip Smith from Australia. We put ups and daps, we set them in the blockchain, and we spread out across the internet looking for future chatter events and circumstances to play out so we can encapsulate and profit from them before they occur. I've been a little bit under the weather lately, guys, and uh, apologies. Been a while since my last podcast, but uh, as you can tell, um, fighting spirits here and uh, feeling quite well and fighting fit. Having a few drinks here on a Sunday afternoon. Lots of happening, uh, a bit of rain here in Australia and uh, looking at the circumstantial events happening for the crypto markets. And right now we're sitting at 1.9 trillion market cap chatterbot newsletter kicking off and been very active lately. A lot of our predictions are coming true, and it's quite funny that you know not many people are in the field that I'm in, and we've been predicting things for many years. Uh, some things happen within weeks, some things happen within 12 months, and other things we are waiting years and years. <laughs> so I have to say, I've got to thank all the new members. I'm just looking at some of our new registers and paid VIP members just fantastic you guys look um, i don't normally do this but without you guys you know i have to admit without your support without your loving and kindness and generosity and also on the financial end uh, without your payments we can't keep doing this so i've obviously spent over ninety thousand dollars in the last four or five months just scraping data and it allows our technology to continue and we continue to help and and um, you know my ongoing support for you guys is the probably the most important thing. So thanks again, guys, from the bottom of my of my heart. It's really been um, a, a progressive year. Um, a lot of things are happening. We're talking a lot of things today about the future. A lot, a lot of things that's happening right now. Um, as you know, some of the mandates have been lifted in some of the countries. We knew this would happen, and um, it wouldn't wouldn't be surprise me if they try to do lockdowns again. As you can see in Shanghai, there's a lot of lockdowns happening, and as you know, 2019 that's sort of where it all started. And I uh, wouldn't be surprised if they try to lock us again, you know, somewhere in the future in the next couple of months. I don't know. I hope, hopefully, guys, I'm wrong on that. I like when I'm wrong, but unfortunately, on many occasions. Um, I'm, I've been proven right and right again and again. So we've been doing a lot of things. I have a lot of secret projects going on in the background. And basically, we, we're fighting for you. There's a, Just so you know, not a, not a lot of people in the world know this, that we, we caught out a lot of these uh, whistleblowers. My, my main concern is a lot of these whistleblowers coming out about the vaccines, about crypto. They're not being protected. So... It's really no wonder that some of these people that want to blow the whistle, they're too scared or they're, you know, worried for their safety. And look, I totally understand that. We have a lot of people coming forward to us. Uh, we don't release names. We don't release identities for many reasons. But um, getting back to what I was saying, there's a lot of people that are writing for these big elite-backed crypto newsletters and elite-backed uh, blogs, and they're just told what to write. 
And a lot of it we know we have been told is just junk. So if I was you, I would stay off YouTube because a lot of these big people that are on YouTube plugging, you know, I would call them influencers, plugging coins, plugging scams, plugging programs like BitConnect. Um, they're nothing but puppets. They're getting paid a lot of money. One guy's getting paid about $900,000 to pump one of the, some of this other scam, these other scams that are going around YouTube. And um, just be a little bit wary of that. Our, our accuracy for in terms of the financial and crypto worlds has been quite accurate. And yes, I can't get everything right. But like I said, we're paying a lot of money to scrape as much data as we can. And the more data that we consume here at my end and that we are collaborating and putting together, we can put that in a, in a way on our blog just to make, so, make sure it reads like a novel, to make sure you're getting the benefits, make sure you're getting the knowledge and the experience that you can maybe profit or you know be ahead of others out there in the game so that's the main idea it's been uh i've been doing this for a long time i'm not just a new guy a new, a new up and coming guy i've been doing this for a long time um we're pushing a lot of truth out there in the moment a lot of uh people don't understand that in the twitter sphere a lot of the white hats are taking over i know that there will be some problems and there's still some activists behind the upper echelon of twitter and sure there's going to be continued to see um, you know a lot of this censorship going on, which I'm against. I do believe that everyone has free speech, and you, as a human soul, you you know you should be of the ability to you know say what you want, even if it's wrong or right. Um, you know, without being vulgar and without you know swearing and that. And um, I don't blame people for that, but uh, there's still a lot of activists inside of. Uh, Twitter and I, I really feel that Twitter's in a lot of trouble. We've been saying that for a while now, and you can start to see, you know, this news about Elon Musk coming in and buying out Twitter, blah blah blah. Well, you know, he's in a lot of trouble, and um, you know, these social media companies are going to pay. I don't know when it's going to happen, but eventually, sure, as day turns to night, you're going to see a lot of uh, these big companies collapse. Um, we're talking Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and Instagram. They're, they're one and the same thing. You know, if they don't like what you're typing on screen, they'll just delete you and suspend you or whatever, you know, um, cancel your account, whatever they want to do. Um, they've done it to me. They've done it to many of my friends and, and some of my uh, business associates. And, you know, that's okay. Um, exposure is the key. And uh, we know a lot of stuff. And what we're posting on Twitter is basically about exposing, exposing all these deep and dark people and, and what they want to do. Because they have an agenda. We have an agenda. Uh, realistically, my agenda is to help people, and if we're pu pushing out the truth and helping people wake up to what's really been going on, uh, you know, if I could help one or two people out, well, all these years' work has been worth it. <laughs> so, uh, again, I'm just sort of saying this as a thank you because we have lots of support, we have lots of well wishes, uh, you know, maybe one's one or two idiots that try to wreck it, but, you know, basically, um, you know, that's going to happen when you're doing this sort of thing. And uh, we've branched out across the world. We have, uh, you know, obviously people listen to my voice, but we have many contacts and we have many people um, inside and outside of what is really happening. And so it gives us a, you know, a pretty, a pretty not only a ground-based knowledge of what's happening, and, and uh, but to sort of warn people of some of the events coming and how we can encapsulate and profit from that together. It's the togetherness that I feel is what's going to be big in the future because uh, when we're uh, talking about in the investment world, I don't really like doing it by myself. So the more thoughts and the opinions and, uh, 
the, you know, in terms of what the news is, the news is coming, we can cycle and sift through that and formulate a plan on, you know, what is truth, what is not truth. Our predictive linguistics has been, have been helping me with that for a long time now, guys. And, um, you know, it's it's been very accurate. Like we have created um, some very, very good calls. We've created some multimillionaires. Um, myself, you know, I don't have to talk. I'm fine, you know, money-wise. And um, it's it's my sort of – I feel that I'm in, in the position to, to help and guide others. And uh, I want to cut out the riffraff, which is the reason for our fees. So if you want to join our crypto newsletter, the link for that is below. And you can sign up for free and upgrade for the VIP membership anytime, which gives you access to charts, a lot of the predictive linguistics, analysts, uh, all, all sorts of events and uh, different coins in terms of the blockchain and um, some of the other ideas that we're having in terms of investment and future events coming uh we talked we were talking a lot about the stock market crash recently and uh it was great it was fantastic to see that even though there we we do feel that this negative event is coming and we've talked a lot about this event that instead of seeing this as a, as a negative um you have you know inflation some of these interest rates are going to start to go up. A lot of people are going to start to default on their houses because they can't keep up with the mortgage rates. Uh, while all these events are going to be horrific and you're going to see many people go through hard times, uh, we want to profit from the other side of it. So there's not a lot of people that know and understand about this. I've been doing this for many years and um, I basically am trying to teach people to see the positive side of some of the events coming. I do believe inflation is going to get a lot worse. A lot of the Fed were coming out saying inflation is not going to get worse. So you can basically take the opposite side of that opinion whenever they talk. And um, I do believe that uh, we are heading for some, well, I mean, it's a multifaceted faceted event coming. I do believe at first we're going to go through a really rough time. So you might need to buckle up. But on the other hand, I think coming out the other side, it's going to be pure bliss and enjoyment. And uh, we're going to see opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. And so uh, I'm on that side. I want to see people do well. I'm always positive and I'm always trying to help people see the light at the end of the tunnel instead of, you know, see the dark and the, and the gloom and the doom. So like I said, I've been doing this for a long time. And um, we, when we, if we want to talk a little bit about what I see coming and and the uh, Schmitter cycles, which <laughs> you can Google it, but uh, we'll talk. Uh, we called the 2008 crash about 13, 14 months before that happened, and also the dot com boom, uh, boom and bust. And now we're sort of hinting or saying that this. Uh, the bond cycle where the bonds are being bought by the by the higher-ups uh, is coming to an end. And so I think that ends sort of the later latter part of 2022. And myself, I have been witnessing some very historical events in the levels of some of the credit cycles. And um, it's a little worrying. So... Me myself, I'll, I mean, I'll be fine because we will be uh, doing a, we will be playing it on the other side because I can see now that some of these big elite and people higher up in the Wall Street have been selling off their investments, and they know what's coming because they planned it. Just like in 08, 
they uh, first of all they plan the mortgage crisis and then they bet against it. So it's going to be different this time. Twenty twenty two, you're going to see a basically you know a bit of stagflation, but you're also going to see the events of inflation, higher interest rates, uh, a lot of people selling and panic selling because baby boomers are about to retire. They need to take some of the money they have been investing in the stock market, and uh, it's all going to be rolled up into one. So it's going to be you're going well. Let me put it this way: oh, you're going to see a lot of historical events uh, occur in the next couple of years. If we are right and we get this call right, I'm not saying that I am going to be right. Um, I do feel that the stock market collapse or crash is going to be a pretty big one. We're talking maybe over fifty percent. A lot of people won't be ready for it, and I'm saying, you know, I'm not saying if or when. I'm just saying if we're right, um, you know, I like our track record because we've called the last few stock market crashes even when our predictive linguistics was in its early days, and uh, that was when Bitcoin was at about $100. It was calling for about a $10,000 Bitcoin, and people thought I was crazy and nuts. Um, look, I know I'm crazy and nuts, but, I mean, it was funny to see other people think and feel, you know, that what we had was something to be listened to and people that did listen to us have made an absolute killing. So this time, um, what I'm saying is, let's just say hypothetically I'm wrong and the stock market doesn't collapse. Um, people will go about their day and probably be, you know, probably see a lot of uh, after effects of this whole call scamdemic or COVID as they call it. And they will witness... Food prices increase, wages go down, and also, you know, the whole thing with uh, property prices and interest rates. So they're already going to get squashed. But if we are right, and we're talking about interest rates going up, wages coming down, uh, the house prices going, continuing to go up, and uh, the stock market come down, well, people are going to be in a, a little bit of a shifty situation, and uh, a lot of people are going to suffer, which I don't like to see, but this is their plan because uh, there is a whole new world coming and we're talking about the quantum financial system, which is already uh, basically been set up and, and partly implemented. I know people are saying it's fully implemented, but the shifting from the old analog system to the new quantum financial system takes takes a little bit of time. So that's basically where we're at at the moment. If I was someone who was a baby boomer right now listening to me, I would start to prepare and uh, prepare in the best way you can. I know that there's certain things that you can't control, and but there are other things that you can control. Me, myself, I'm a bit younger and um, I've already been putting things in place for two years, knowing that uh, if the stock market crash does come, then I will not only profit from that, but be fine in other areas of of my everyday existence. So these are the things that you need to sort of think about as time goes on. Uh, we're what are we now? April. It's Easter 2022 as you're listening to me, and so the next couple of years, 2023, 2024, um, are going to be interesting. But I'm talking about the rest of this year. So um, there's a lot of things happening, and I think uh, while crypto is still in a bit of a lull, um, I do have my. I haven't really done much with my crypto. Uh, trading and my investing, uh, as they say, sometimes when you are investing in some of these asset classes, sitting on your hands and doing nothing is actually a trade. So I'm a big believer in that. I'm a big believer in diversification. 
Um, some of the coins that we have mentioned have uh, not only survived but thrived. But really where I feel I've excelled is picking some of the assets that haven't gone to zero and, and belly up. And uh, we've been working hard to ensure that um, some of the data that we're pushing is not only accurate, but, um, you know, this is not financial advice and educational advice only. So there's a, a lot of interesting events happening right now. I do believe that the banking system is shifting and a lot of our contacts that are inside the bank um, and anons have been telling us to prepare some for some pretty big shocking events coming. Um, I don't really want to go into the intricacies of that, but uh, a lot of people have already seen some events occur that we've been following and we have also been um, covering on Twitter. By the way, if you haven't noticed, um, our Twitter feed has been going nuts lately. I'm not sure if it's just because some of the predictions we've been putting out or some of the news or some of the things we've been talking about has have been uh, pushed and uh, coming true. Like the Deutsche Bank, they're in a lot of trouble. We posted that in 2018. People sort of said, oh, we can't see that happening. And now in 2022, a couple of years later, uh, we're witnessing the uh, demise of Deutsche Bank and some of the easel, their evil plots that have come true. And uh, you're seeing some of the after effects of some of the negative things they've been doing and probably karma coming their way. I know that we have been talking a lot about the cycles in the stock market, and I just want to touch a little bit about that right now. The reason is, uh, you know, if, if you were listening to this right now, there's some important information that I want to give to you. So the stock market really is a rigged game, okay? It's been formulated and set up to make people lose, make people win. The evil people behind the market game know that they're always going to win. And in a person's lifetime, uh, if you go back to even the 1700s, the stock market has always gone up over a 100-year period. But the thing is, the market can't go up all of a sudden and create all this you know, congestion and instant wealth. So the game is uh, for these big people to buy low and sell high. So... There's always been crashes along the way. People can go and investigate. 1929 was a huge crash on the market. 87, also another one. And we also have algorithms that predict certain time events and all this. And it's a complicated formulatic event that takes a lot of time, my own personal time, even you know sitting in a lot of screen time. But we have a system. It works pretty well. And we're just... What I want to tell you guys is, you know, over a 100-year period, if someone was to buy the stock market crashes, they've always done well. So there is a big hint there that if we are right and there is a stock market collapse coming, um, there are opportunities on both ends of that spectrum. So I'll be probably taking both sides of that, which, which is uh, complicated in itself and keeps me busy and uh, is not an easy feat by any means. But I have been doing this for a long time. And um, in terms of the Shemitah cycles, if people are listening to me and don't believe what's happening, this is an important concept that I need people to grip because there, there is a lot of manipulated things in the stock market that need to be removed. But, you know, these things take time and a lot of the good people that are trying to remove this, they have to do it in a 
in a way that is proper and exposes the dark and evil people at the same time. But for now, um, there is such thing as a, a Shemitah, which is some of the Jesuits and uh, big-ordered elite people that are manipulating the stock market do have a timing of the market in, in about seven-year multiples. So um, anyone that is good with mass or good with charts, you can basically go back and uh, you don't need to be Nostradamus to predict it. You can just look at the charts. It happens time and time again. And um, we're not saying we're going to be exact with all this. And we're not saying that it's going to happen precisely as we say. But uh, normally with our predictive linguistic in our bots, we're normally pretty good with the event that is to transpire. So we're talking in terms of a stock market event, which is going to be horrific. I do think people are not going to be ready. And we're talking from, uh, you know, maybe if the Dow goes over 40,000, we're talking maybe a multiple of, you know, that a, a decline of about 50% in the stock market. It could even be more. We do have data predicting um, a little bit more than 50% stock market decline. However, you know, even if it was a 30 or 40% decline in the stock market, you know, that's bad enough. <laughs> so in terms of the Shemitah cycles and what these big elite people behind the stock market do, the, the main point here is to go back and give you previous data because I do believe and I'm a big believer in uh, past events predict future events. So when we're talking about the Shemitah cycles, we can even go back to as early as 22 years ago. So we had the 1999, uh, you know, the stock market boom, which crashed in about 2000 or 2001, okay? And there was another, I mean, I'm taking you back to this because I'll just explain it along the way, but we have the first Shemitah cycle um, where the dot-com boom ended and we saw a horrific crash, like a 50% down move in the stock market or 40 percent um, it was a pretty major crash where people were making huge money on dot-com names and the market came down and basically ruined a lot of people so that was in about oh, oh, 2000 2001 you fast forward with another seven year shemitah cycle and that was that would take you to around about 2008 where we saw horrific uh you know 2007 into 2008 we saw the gfc and the mortgage crisis, which brought down the market pretty heavily. I think it was like a 30% decline or something like that. And also from the 2008 market crash, if you fast forward with a seven-year Shemitah cycle, that would take you into the 2015 events, which was the global China-Asian crisis. A lot of the flash crashes in China, which took down a lot of the banks, a lot of the stock markets in China, in Hong Kong, and also... Um, some of the big businesses and investments overseas in, in China, in Asia. So that was pretty horrific. And then, you know, if you take the 2015 flash crash or the China-Asia crisis event, um, you fast forward another seven years and you come to 2022. So here we are. We have had um, many of these cycles come true. We've predicted them in sequential order. And, um, you know, like I said, it doesn't have to happen in 2022, but what we're seeing now with interest rates and inflation, it's also bonds not being bought out by um, the reserves. And, you know, we are 
you don't have to be Nostradamus, like I said, to predict there's there's something coming. You don't have to know about the Shemitah stock market cycles. You just have to know about the recipes of, you know, inflation and interest rates up and stock market down. So I think that formulating and predicting such an event is not only inevitable, I think that when, when it's backed up with our algorithms and our data, it's, you know, giving us more, even more hint and clue that we're onto something pretty, pretty accurate. So, and I, me, myself, like I said, I'll be trying, as we get closer to where I feel the, the dates are important, like I said, our predicted lingu linguistics, the dates are always off, but the event is always pretty much smack bang on. So if you're listening to this, and, uh, you know, this is not financial advice. This is for educational purposes only. Do not take this as any advice or financial, you know, investment advice. Um, I just need to give that warning out here. But, you know, we're looking at some of these, many of these events coming together to create um, some sort of financial Armageddon and something negative coming in the financial markets around the world very soon. Now, I think that my own personal opinion does not matter. Um, I think people that are listening to my voice today need to go away and need to think for themselves, write down on a piece of paper, you know, um, go back to their financial guru or their financial analyst and sort of ask them, you know, what they think and go to an expert because, you know, in no way I'm, am I going to be taken seriously here because I'm just one person sharing data and linguistics that I think are important and there's nothing more that I need to say. So um, anyone that has been listening to this podcast, thanks again. I urge you again to go away and to sort of think about things yourself, to think, does this guy have a point or does this guy just rambling on or, you know, is this a time where, hey, the stock market's had a fantastic run over the last three or four years. Maybe is it time to um, cover myself, cover my ass and to you know, take the smarter necessary uh, moves, which can protect if if what I'm saying is right. So, I mean, that's about all I want to say to you guys. Um, I'm very blessed to be doing what I'm doing. It's been a, a bit of a whirlwind year. Uh, things are going fast. I can't believe it's Easter, but I just wanted to sit down and post this message to you and, and hopefully... Uh, give you a few ideas for what you want to do coming into the end of 2022 and maybe even give you a few ideas to your friends and family as well. My own opinion is that I can be wrong. And yes, uh, things can go pear-shaped and I'm not accurate with all of my different calls. But I wanted to say to you guys, when we are accurate, it's <laughs> it's pretty brutal and um, just in finishing, I want to say that the language that we've been seeing for over 18 months now really hints of a calamity coming in terms of the financial world or stock market world, and also that people won't be ready. So hopefully, if you're listening to this, you got this at a good time. Hopefully, it'll put you in a situation where if you do think I have a point, it might put you ahead of others, um, or it might you know, give you a situation where you're ahead and you can protect yourself or others around you. 
So that's about it for today, guys. I want to thank you. Uh, I can't believe I've been talking here for about half an hour, but I had some important things to share across with you, and hopefully you've learned lots today as I will share a lot more of this sort of stuff in the future. All right, guys, please remember before I go, if you wish to join our crypto and stock market newsletter, the link for that is below. Just click the link and join up. In the meantime, please feel free to share and subscribe to the, these podcasts, and I'll talk to you all in the future. From now on, uh, I will be doing these as much as I can, but I apologies for a bit of the lengthy delay there for doing this podcast. Anyway, guys, I want to wish you a happy and safe and fun Easter. All the best. May your wishes come true for the rest of the year and 2022 and beyond. And I uh, hope you're having you know a relaxed time with your friends and family. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the long weekend. And I'll talk to you all very soon. Peace and blessings again. Have a great day and hope this podcast helped. Okay. Bye-bye.